0: This week on Show Me Your News Apex 2015 in the Smash Brothers update Club Nintendo is shutting down and Microsoft HoloLens are discussed Also, Spotify is coming to PlayStation Monty Ohm passes away Retailers bungling limited edition pre-orders is our Hilarity of the Week and much more Real life is hitting us especially hard lately so we take some time at the end of the show to talk about what 2015 will hold for SMYN. Hey gaming world, I implore you to show me the news. And now coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me the News. Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com now let's join the show Welcome, FALUNCH! Welcome to Show Me Your News the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you rumor filled gossip hardware blunders or upcoming releases
1: if it relates to video games we want to talk about it
0: I am Yoko but you can call me Peter and I can't believe this is the first episode of 2015.
2: I am Solarov, but you can call me Miles, and I am Bad Luck Brian.
1: I am Evie, also known as Rachel. And why why is it even February already? Where did January go? I don't even.
0: It is it is pretty crazy. We are part of the SMY network at showmeyournews.com. And our top stories for episode 176 of the podcast on February 4th, 2014. Today is Wednesday here at the dojo. Miles is here with us here.
1: I find it strange how you say February. February? I think you were
2: just trying to say it. You kind of came out wrong and you tried to save it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's Peppering kind of what her. happened. It's been a little bit since we've had a normal podcast episode, and we'll talk about some really important things at the end of the show, so you really don't want to miss that. Uh, but let's—we're going to talk about you know Smash Brothers news. Apex happened. That was a big thing. Smash the Brothers, big Smash tournament. Uh, that big thing that almost wasn't a thing. Almost wasn't a yeah, thing. And it got ruined. It ended up being a thing and turned out quite well. We got some Nintendo news with a Nintendo Direct, and then news about Club Nintendo. Not only to be one-upped, Microsoft is like, hey, we have a new operating system revealed and we're going to talk about Xbox things as well, along with some new technology that they're throwing out.
2: Glasses!
0: About. Yeah. the of the Week, we have retailers that are over-promising on limited edition pre-orders because that just always makes for a mess. We have stories in our story pool, games that are out recently, we're going to hmm. talk about our YouTube video recommendations, games that we've been playing, it's going to be a... A fun show to get back in the swing of 2015, um, but this is the first show since our Game of the Year awards. Yeah, and uh, thank you for listening. A break. If, if you did uh, turn out for that uh, live and or even with the download. Um, I think the reason why like we are uh, why it's been so long since we've done a normal episode is well, well for reasons that we'll we'll talk about at the end of the yes. show. Uh, but also the way that that production came together. Uh it was a tougher year than most with you know being busy around the holidays. Yeah. And to finally put it all together it needed a a straight thirteen hour day of editing. Like I was awake at three AM editing straight through until four PM when the show is going live. And, and like, you
1: were a grumpy bunny that day.
0: Yeah, understandably so. It's not fun to crash so hard and it and it burns you out for a little bit. I'll so just, let's
2: just be happy that uh, you crashed, and it didn't crash itself.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything was saved, and we, we put it all together, and it was it was a fun show. I'm not gonna toot horns and say it was the best one yet, uh, but I think it really was it was a good show. It really stood up on its own, and I'm happy with the end product. Uh, but working so very diligently like that tends to burn you out on podcast things like that for a little while, so I can imagine why We're, we're slowly s- we're busy: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and we're slowly starting yeah. to come back, and again, I can't stress enough. we have important things to discuss at the end of the show. Oh yeah, so please do either stick around for that or at least give that a listen hmm. uh, for this show.: That um, might
2: be a bit of an expedited show. Yes. we're going to be rushing through here real quick and not really rushing, but we're, we're only going to hit the, the main points
0: yeah because it's a, it's an important thing to note that we're starting to do more with our youtube channel oh yeah uh we're including the s m y n soapbox show that? yeah bed box. yeah well, yeah bed box yeah but uh <laughs> soapbox for those that don't know used to be a, a segment on this show where we just you know basically get on our soapbox and talk about whatever we wanted to and uh you know it's a way for us to learn a new set of skills. Uh, To start, you know, vlogging a little bit more, and react quicker to news because, for the way that we were doing things on an every other week basis, Hmm. uh, you don't get the time to react. Yeah, yeah, and it would be you know we were talking about like oh well (laughs) at the end of our last episode we had this Smash Brothers character get revealed and we had to wait two weeks to talk about it. Yeah, Uh, it's not the best thing, and yeah, yeah, there is going to be more on these kind of subjects to talk about at the end of the show. But it is it is late over there in the UK. We can't spend a very long time, and we just wanted to kind of get back in the swing of things. Uh, podcasting? I'm
1: sorry, it's a school night, and I need my sleep.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, you know, we've got to catch up with the oh, last one. But obviously month. you don't need
2: beauty sleep.
0: Oh, oh what a, what a oh, charm. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Smash Brothers, <laughs> though, Miles. Uh... Apex. Oh,
2: feeling threatened there, I see. Apex. Apex. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, then. Uh, honestly, we're going to have a show me Your news soapbox about Apex here soon. That's right. However, there is a lot to talk about that I didn't actually really cover mm-hmm. in that soapbox. You know, one of the biggest ones being that uh, the original organizer, Alex Strife, stepped down because there's a lot of problems around surrounding him and he's uh he's, dick. yeah he's a big dick i've met him personally and you know i found out long before a lot of people that nintendo was sponsoring apex right uh because at yomacon he had up uh, let it slip mm-hmm. i don't know why he did he had no reason to but uh, I I held on to that information, basically, you know, in respect to the whole Apex thing. But, you know, the more a- allegations came out against him, the more I'm like, why did I even show this guy the littlest bit of respect? But in the end, I was showing more respect towards Apex and not him himself.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Apex as an organization is badly run, but I still can respect what it tries to do.
0: And, and it's tough for you, you know, with the position that you play... Uh, Project M, yep, competitively. I do. And now you know, professionally with the uh, the crew, the team, the... Yeah, Zero to Death. The sponsor that you are, are running, Zero yep. to Death. Um, but then Project M to not be included at Apex, yep. uh, that, that hurt. Or, or,
2: or like anything that Nintendo tries to sponsor, which they are now helping sponsor video game boot camp and mm. such like that. So mm. uh, Zero to Death really has to you know start to stand out and basically show everyone that hey we're pm friendly we're going to do everything we can to you know really help that community and basically step in and try to try to fill a major uh hole (laughs) in what used to be a very large scale kind of gaming effort Hmm. Uh, but uh and you know this is because of apex yeah uh so (laughs) everyone should know that apex did not have its own problems there were weather difficulties, canceled flights, Definitely. uh sick players and cavens. Yep. Fire marshals closing down the venue and basically it was up to uh Twitch to, you know, show up and go, we're saving this event. Mm. And you know, a lot of the Smash community, you know, used every resource it could, Twitch threw the money behind the whole thing to really get everything situated and uh mm. You know, as you, with the Nintendo sponsorship, uh, Nintendo did sponsor every HDTV and Wii U setup at mm-hmm. the venue, including some CRTs for Melee. Wow. So, uh, for anyone wondering what uh, Nintendo brought to the table, that would be it. Yeah. Uh, and the Splatoon E3 demo. That's right. Yep. So, you know, there is that. They did do things. Whether or not I personally believe that that's worthwhile is a completely other story. Sure. Uh, But... You know, that's actually for Smash Wii U, which deserved to be there. It yeah. is a Smash title, yeah. and it is functionally fairly good, from what I see. It does need new balancing patches. Sorry, Sakurai, I completely disagree with whatever your, term, whatever your philosophy is now. Hoo-ha. <laughs> hoo-ha. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Hoo-ha is the un-SDIable, but still-DIable combo from Diddy Kong, where it's basically down through up air, you're dead. Now, a lot of people have been equating this to Fox's up-throw uh, up up-air and melee and saying, what's the difference? The difference is SDI. You mm-hmm. can always escape a Fox up-throw up-air if you're good enough. Mm-hmm. You're, you, you have to avoid the straight-up grab, which leads to death. And some people argue, well, Ness can back-throw you. Well, Ness is doesn't, isn't Fox. Yeah. Ness doesn't have the tools to do so. No. No. Uh, he doesn't have the neutral game strength. And you know it's all, it's all these things that ha- create the problem that is to E. Kong. It's his exceptionally strong neutral game. It's his exceptionally strong projectile game. It's the banana. It's the being able to basically affront your character in so many different ways, and then to have a free way to kill you. Yeah, that's the big problem with the game right now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, like we saw with the Smash 3DS, uh, 1.0 or yeah, point or 1.04. Yeah, 1.0.4 update. Whatever. What it is, yeah, uh, that returned uh, DI directional influence and replacing the old vectoring influence Perhaps. system. Yeah. We will hopefully see a patch in which SDI is returned.
0: You have to think there's still a lot of downloadable content to be applied to this mm-hmm. game. Uh, you have things like the Miiverse stage. Uh, you have things like Mewtwo.
1: Yep. Whenever he's coming yeah, out. Whenever
0: yeah. Whenever that is going to be involved. So yeah, you have to think more updates are along the way. Uh, and if you really want to, you know, read into the whole thing with Alex Strife, I mean, the the evidence is there. Yeah. We're not going to go. Articles in depth are with everywhere.
2: It. Reddit, Kotaku, IGN. If you want to reach it, research it. It's there for
0: you. Though Rachel, that must have been a deplorable read. Uh, you know, coming from a woman's perspective, especially.
1: Yeah, it was really fucking. He's such a derogatory fuck. Yeah. He okay. really is. I just can't. I I want to say a word to describe him, but I'm trying to do my best to not say that word as much recently. Is it? But I just point? let you know. It begins with a C. Oh. There yeah. you go. But then again, I can't even call him something like that because they're actually useful. So I don't yeah. know what exactly to call him.
0: Ha-cha-cha. Ah.
1: Um, so, yeah, it was a really depressing read and also reading it from, like, other people's perspectives as well. Just, uh. Yeah, I out- hate outing how people, people like who are exist. trans
0: and you can't. And being a pedophile. Shit. You can't do shit like that.
2: Yeah, mm, no. And being a pedophile.
0: You just you simply mm. can't. Uh, So that was depressing. I'm glad that the Smash community was able to turn around those, you know... People are talking about, like, oh, why'd the guy pull the fire alarm? Like, would you rather have had the chance of something collapsing and and killing people? Like, really, like, that fire alarm may have saved lives.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Uh, And who cares if it made it, you know, later in the day? The Smash community pulled it off. All the kudos to them, all the thanks to Twitch. Uh, You know, good on Nintendo for sticking by it when Mm -hmm. they could have bailed. Yeah. Um, but However, well, the
2: whole—I do want to actually mention one thing that I didn't, will not, and did not cover in the
0: soapbox. I'm glad you are because I think we're on the same page here. I hope
2: I don't think we are. Uh, I'm talking about it running long, the melee chance in one unit.
0: Yes, you are talking
2: about that. Something like that. Yep. Okay. Um, number one, I do want everyone to take a step back and go. Uh, don't have a visceral relation, uh, reaction to the melee chance because. Th- this tournament ran absurdly long. Mm-hmm. Melee was supposed to be on when Smash 4 was on, and it was because it was running late. Yep. So don't think to the Melee Chats, well, those are just narcissistic Melee players. Uh, no, it's, it's <laughs> you know, 2 a.m. Uh, Monday morning at that point. These people had jobs and lives to go back to, and they wanted to see what they came for. Yep. Which was, you know, crowning the new apex champion.
0: I think there's no reason to do a best of five starting in in top eight. I can see. I I,
2: I can see. I can see the reasons for it,
0: but I also can't see the reasons
2: for letting that happen in a new game without an established metagame.
0: Well, I mean that, and then, but then also in melee. Yeah, melee. I could see
2: starting in, in semis.
0: Mm, in semis, maybe. Yeah,
2: semis, winner semis, and loser semis. Those can be best of fives. I've seen those
0: happen a lot. At the same time, though, like it ran late because they lost a day of, yeah. of tournament. And that's, that's in a way understandable. only
2: in one aspect, because they cut out a lot of people by mm. uh, removing pools from four out to two out. Mm. That cuts half a day worth of gaming. Yeah cuz you know though now there's two people so you know if you think of a bracket you know two people going on is a lot smaller than four people going on yeah so i even that is just like you know i realize the decisions they made i see why they made them however definitely no top top 8 best of 5s the entire way down yep um probably starting at semis you know loser semis definitely should be should be a best of 5 in that kind of tournament setting um, but <laughs> not not uh, eighth place, probably not fifth place. No, nope. just fourth place and up, or you know, winner semis, which is, sure. you know, knocks them down into fifth place. But you know, you got to fight to you know stay sur- stay in survive. And for those of you who are wondering, I don't believe any set was changed, being due to the best of five. Um, any three-two that happened, uh, the person who won ended up, or three-two or three-one. Happened because the first person, the person who got two games first, won.
0: Yeah. So no set would have changed. Right. Um. And yeah. You're mentioning it's not fair for the players for it to go that late. It's not fair for the people there. I mean, yeah. If you're mm-hmm. watching it from home, you may like that it's going late because that's where your body clock is. But that's really not fair on the competitors. Yeah. I was more thinking of at the end of Smash Brothers Wii U, and you had Zero there. His his victory of winning Apex, something that he wanted to do. Uh, and very similar to was it Nairo?
2: Nairo last year. Brawl last
0: year. So disrespectful Mm -hmm. to have the melee crowd basically saying Fuck this game, fuck Smash Wii U, fuck Mm -hmm. Brawl. We want Melee, bring it on. Cheering because the previous game is over. Yeah. Not cheering Mm -hmm. you. So damn rude.
2: Very, very rude. And you know, it's something I had actually brought Mm -hmm. up last year. Mm-hmm. At Apex, I was enjoying brawl finals. Yeah. Uh, Niro versus Zero. Yep, uh, and uh, Nairo clutched it out. Made very good reads. Very amazing play. Yeah, it was Mennonite, but yeah, it was really cool. And he barely even had 15 seconds to really enjoy his game until Melee kicked him out.
0: Yeah, and that's just that's just. I mean, it's so you're mentioning they're talking about one unit, like they're still a mm-hmm. split. And you got to get over one, that one,
2: shit. One, one unit is an ideal. Uh, I don't think there's any way to really get to that ideal, at least in this current situation. Because PM exists, honestly, do I think that one unit is going to have a very hard time. Mm. Um, because it is problematic with the Nintendo sponsorships. Yeah. However, we've been a grassroots community this entire time, and like I said before, when zero... Tried to time out Hungry Box in the uh, original uh, yeah, Smash right. uh, Smash Invitational at E3. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he, uh, he basically went went against uh, how the how the community does it, how grassroots has always done it. He lost, and some people cited, you know, well that up throw was a glitch and it killed at sixty percent. I'm like that side B was a glitched and killed at sixty percent. I'm mm-hmm, sorry, it's yeah. just the way it is. And instead of fighting, instead he went around used use Nintendo's rules instead of our own rules. And instead of bowing out, you know, having lost, he just went up against our own rules and just, like, tried to, and, you know, got the victory yep. through sudden death, which, you know, doesn't, it doesn't really count, guys. Yeah, yeah. Hungry Box won, but honestly, CT Zero wins because that's the way Nintendo saw it.
0: I get that people may like Melee more. And it's you know the results that we talk about more, but that doesn't mean you have to be so elitist, and yeah. just show a complete disrespect for other Smash Brothers games,
1: yeah, yeah, don't be a dick about it, yeah,
0: absolutely. yeah, I mean
1: I've always preferred like don't get me wrong, I prefer playing melee just because I'm better at melee than all the others, but all the other doesn't mean the other games are bad,
0: right, yeah, absolutely. So in first you get PPMD, who wins Apex.
1: Yeah, PPMD
2: shows up after nine months of not really doing anything, citing a whole lot of different reasons, but, you know, he takes, he takes first, and he, take, and he
0: takes first in a, in a great way. Absolutely. I mean, using Marth, mm-hmm. predominantly, where he's more known for Falco, very impressive. Yeah, Armada in second, Leffen in third, yep. with that big, salty, sweet, $1,000 money match against Mango. You had yeah. the, the 5-0 against Chillin, great moments.
2: Yeah, Mango saying, you know, sometimes you go big and sometimes you go out like a buster.
0: Mm. And Mango get fourth with Falco, not going Fox, nope. surprisingly. He, he
2: does not like the Fox ditto. Mm-hmm. And that's what Armada and Leffen was forcing on him.
0: Yeah. Uh, then Hungrybox, Amsa. Good to see Amsa, Amsa placing fifth. not
2: only top eight, but fifth place. Yeah,
0: very, very good with Yoshi. Kirby Kaze as Chic, and Shroomed also yep. as Chic. Running out the top eight, known for Dr. Mario, uh, but he has
2: dropped out for Sheik though. But he got the Sheik. Ditto against Mewtwo King. Got the Sheik. Ditto against Mewtwo King. Beat Mewtwo King. Yeah, it's been quite a ride with these guys.
0: Absolutely big. Well, moving on along the show, I mean, let's keep talking about Nintendo news. Uh, Nintendo Direct from a couple weeks ago. We did have a, a soapbox that I did about this. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a, you know a week or so later. Kind of the, the big takeaways in this one. Uh, a new Fire Emblem game is a big one.
2: I'm, I'm mm. sad that it's not a, kind of a continuation off of the future past or mm. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucina's world. I would have really loved to see that. That
0: would have been really cool. Yeah.
2: Especially absolutely. after the, the future past pro, uh, epilogue. After mm. he could complete the final mission with all the kids surviving.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would have that been very interesting. It seems to be you know, new characters, uh, new changes. Like, they have feet. That, that's, that's they a big thing. have
2: feet. That <laughs> is quite something.
0: Yeah, Ice Mages, uh, it's cool stuff there. You have you know, more Amiibo news, like that Lucina and Robin, mm-hmm. because they're both going to be used along with Marth and Ike, thus assuming a, a Marth re-release.
2: Or at least a sort of a changed one, like we will see with the new Mario string of Amiibos.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we
2: might see a completely new Marth.
0: It's possible, because you know those are going to be used in Codename Steam for 3DS. Mm-hmm.
1: I actually want that game. Do you really? I think it looks like fun. It looks like a good time.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not particularly interested. It looks very, you know, Valkyria Chronicles, maybe a little bit XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Uh, it's not something You need to play as
2: Abraham Lincoln. Come on. Uh,
0: you know what? Uh, if, if, if they brought over the Japanese subtitle of Lincoln vs. Aliens... Okay. That might sell me on the game. Okay. But it's okay, just, it's let's just, let's
1: put it a different way. At least it's not Lincoln versus vampires.
0: That's true. That was already a movie. What about Lincoln <laughs> versus Professor Layton? Yeah, and it sucked. <laughs> Ooh, Lincoln versus Professor Layton. I'm I'm down for more Professor Layton games. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but yeah, you're talking Mario Party. They're having the Super Mario line of amiibo. Mm-hmm. Uh, pictures just surfaced today of gold and silver colored Mario. Like, okay. official, inbox, no word on how those are being distributed. Like People are maybe speculating, is it, like, a final Club Nintendo, yeah, last right. hurrah? But, I mean, th- that was originally, you know, for the Club Nintendo, and that's another story we'll get to here very soon. Uh, Club Nintendo for Platinum and Gold for 2015 would uh, <laughs> make sense. You know, the silver actually being a Platinum and then Gold for Gold. Right. Um, but I think it was originally advertised that it's going to be, you know, more games kind of like it was last year. But uh, mm. we'll, we'll, see we'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah, I had a little look at those uh, collectibles. They almost look like the, the rich man's amiibo. A little <laughs> bit. Sort of. A little bit. Sp- spend all your money here and get a, gold, a a genuine gold-plated Mario or something.
0: Just dipped in there, yeah. 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 I, it's just, you know, the amiibo are getting out of control, and we still haven't seen all the Smash Brothers ones released yet. Nope. Uh, there's still, you know... With Rosalina being released recently along with the Wave Three, and people were camping outside of targets, and there were rushes and there were people doing dumb things like buying up all the Rosalinas because they hate don't Rosalina like the character, and yeah, I was like,
1: covering that, that in, what, a in a future soapbox yeah. future soapbox, yeah yep, yeah. yes, it should be coming out, I was covering a little bit of that again, it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense to me, no,
0: no, you know, giving Nintendo all your money and saying like showing its popularity and saying because I hate her. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Mario Party 10's a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, no we knew that at E3, but yeah. it's good to see that with Amiibos uh, comes bundled with a Mario one, at least for a limited run. Toad is going to have an Amiibo, yep. so that'll have compatibility with Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Yeah. So that, that's always nice to see. Uh, confirmation on the Majora's Mask DLC for Hyrule Warriors, that comes out tomorrow.
2: Yes, Ooh, you. Young Link and Tingle.
0: Tingle yes.
2: I did not like the way Tingle looks to be playing he looks pretty slow young goofy. link looks interesting but uh the
0: well, Feast, the Fierce deity yeah. option for young link yeah absolutely yeah that's
2: cool uh, new Nintendo 3ds was also that, that was the showed big, off
0: that was the big thing and like everyone knew coming into it like that it was going to be about new Nintendo 3ds oh, yeah. uh, we saw the poster beforehand that was just suggesting XL. For North America, it was like a GameStop post or something like that. Yeah. So we're wondering, like, where's the regular 3DS size? I mean, Australia's had it, Japan has it, Europe was getting it in ambassador sizes, and they actually yeah. are going to be getting a regular size 3DS as well uh, because that has like all the faceplates and whatnot. But apparently, Nintendo of America says that after studying the market, they think only the XL makes the most sense for the North <laughs> American market. Just you know, we're we like it big because we're. This is why we're fat, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Everything's honestly, bigger I, in
2: America. I I honestly agree with this with this. I don't see any because there is a difference, you know, between the two uh, versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much crisper. Uh, the images are much crisper in the smaller version. Yep. However, with the new Nintendo 3DS, especially with the XL version, a lot of these games might be. You know, pushing themselves to look better on XL systems. Yeah, especially the, these new ones, like yeah. the new Xenoblade, yep, uh, the remaster, well, whatever. And all the resolution—I don't really think they say it's changed, but it could have easily been changed in this version. Possible. Uh, so I, I, I will see what will happens in the future.
0: Yeah, especially for a game, you know, games that won't play on yeah. the old 3DS or 3DS yep. XL systems. I mean, uh, just
1: just think about, like, comparing the 3DS XL to the normal 3DS at the moment. I could not see myself having a normal 3DS because yeah. I have a 3DS XL. Yeah. I like the bigger screen and everything like that. that I don't care great. if it's a bit more... Yeah. You know, it's a bit heavier to handle, but now I, I have... would not want to just stare at that tiny screen.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now, I have personally played the new Nintendo 3DS. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. And uh, I have a soapbox coming out about it. Yep. Uh, so I'm not going to say too much, only that is... Uh, that that feeling you had at E3 mm-hmm. where Link did slash yeah. at you and you kind of did yep. an audible gasp uh now you're going to be able to have that feeling at any moment at any angle it actually is very smart it the face tracking uh does track your face very well good and it actually tracks very well between multiple people it shows whoever has the best angle it, it goes towards
0: Hmm. okay
2: huh. and uh
0: I'm really looking to use the, the, the 3D more, uh, you know, the, the C-Stick. And, uh, yeah, a lot of the things, these things we knew about because yep. in August, they revealed this system for Japan. So we knew yep. a lot about the specs and what's new about it. And it's just good to get the confirmation to have it so soon coming out on February 13th yep. in both North America and in Europe. Uh, with Majora's Mask coming out that same day. With Monster Hunter 4 coming out that same mm-hmm. day uh, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, sorry, uh, and, you know, with the, the editions, the limited editions for those, um, but with the C-Stick and its compatibility, not only for Smash, as Reggie highlighted on in the Nintendo Direct, but also for past games that needed the, uh, the extra, yeah. what is that called? Circle Pad Circle Pro. Circle Pad. I keep thinking Classic Control and that is not it, but no. Circle Pad Pro, you're right that added the second analog stick for games like Snake Eater, for games like uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, Dream Drop Distance, and most importantly, I think, uh, Kid Icarus Uprising.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was a
0: game that I dropped because of what I found to be terrible controls. I wanted to get back into it, but with that second analog stick to control something like the aiming or the camera, uh, I'm looking forward to giving that game a second chance on that new system, with better 3D, uh, that's yeah. I'm something I'm really looking forward to.
2: Yeah, you will actually use the 3D now. Yeah. I can definitely say that for a fact. I looked at it, I played it, and I'm just like, all right, I'm, I can definitely see myself using the 3D because I can move the system and the 3D moves with me. So cool. And
1: will you get a migraine?
2: Uh, well, my 50-year-old boss took a look at it, and he didn't immediately look away. I'm going to go ahead and say,
0: hey, you probably won't get a migraine. Okay. It might be dependent on how you generally react to three yeah. D images, though. Right. Uh, we can't but, say it's going to be a cover all. Like e- it's going to work for everybody now. Right. Like we can't. One
2: size
1: fits all. Well, yeah, yeah
2: but uh, one of the main reasons why it wouldn't work the last time is because even the slightest fit would be a lot of tra- a tax, yeah. a huge tax on people's That's eyes. That's true. Uh, and some people react to that differently. Now that it's tracking you and it does the work for you, mm. it's going. It for some people who would have gotten migraines might not anymore.
0: That's interesting. So yeah, give it a try. I'm sure they're going to have it at uh, you know different Game Stops or Best Buys in North America or things like that. So give it a shot. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, and it's amazing that it's, it's so soon, really. Uh, you know, just a little over a week away. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but Club Nintendo is shutting down, as we mentioned. We, that was our first soapbox on YouTube at youtube.com slash showmeyournews, by the way, in case we are pulling in any new listeners or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's unfortunate to see the end of an era with Club Nintendo, and I was looking back at all the things I've registered, and then it's like, oh my god, there's so much shit here. Okay. Uh, even back, you know, with the Wii, which is the first thing I registered, and that was, you know, November, I think I, record, I got it a couple days later, but I got it launch day, and then uh, a couple days later, put in the code. So it was like November 20th, 2006, and like had, you know, coins redeemed for that, like that's how long, that's how far back it, it <laughs> went. Uh, And that's wild, just to think of like all the different things received from Club Nintendo uh, and for that to end. So now they're like, you know, use up all your coins. Uh, you can't really get any coins for any new things anymore. Whether it's games, yeah. uh, which is a damn shame, because the new 3DS is going would be a lot of coins. Yeah. And that's really shitty that it it's not gonna give you any extra coins. I know there. I had to
1: remind you about that, didn't I? When you yeah.
0: were thinking about twisting yeah.
1: two systems.
0: I, I didn't even think about it. You know, when getting uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy on Wii U, which is another really cool thing about that uh, uh, Nintendo Direct that yeah. I mentioned the the Wii games. Yeah. Uh, being sold on the Nintendo eShop. Where's the GameCube? Uh, on, yeah, it, it's, it just makes so little sense with their virtual console plans. Mm-hmm. Just so underutilized. Like yeah, where's GameCube? Why going to Wii? I mean, you're still relying on N64 on the the Wii. You know, channel the the shop. Yeah. Goodness sake, it's, it's a crazy mess. But yeah, it didn't even occur to me that you know you can't earn any coins and then cards that have the codes. Four coins. You have to use those up by the end of March. Yeah. Uh, you can do all the surveys and whatnot by the end of June, because then it's going away for good. Uh, as we said in the soapbox, or as I did, uh, it's it's an unfortunate thing that has to be done if you want to give way to a more unified Nintendo network system. Yeah. Uh, like things that they're trying with the cross by with the uh, newly announced uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong tipping stars. Where you you buy it on Wii U and they send you a code for the 3DS version or vice versa, Uh, things like that are only starting to work when you have a more fully integrated Nintendo network. Hopefully, we'll see it improve. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you hope so. I mean, it's got to be better than their website, which just seems to drop and not be functional at the drop of hats.
2: Right. So it's that. Uh, But
0: I I got a uh, with the coins that I had collected. I got the uh, the Smash Brothers poster set version two. I. Got some Nintendo 64 games and yeah, Super Mario 64, Star Fox 64, Smash yeah. 64. So, getting those on my Wii U, that'll be that's nice. That's a nice
2: time.
0: So, I mean, mm. they did a really good job, I think, with offering all the games that they have. I mean, right. Wonderful 101 for 600 coins, really good deal. Grill off with the
2: ultra hand.
0: <laughs> well, that that's an old old reward for 80 coins.
2: Yeah, it's always mm. been around.
0: So, Rachel, <laughs> we had a soapbox recorded for you. Uh, and then you're going to be talking about this, but you know the timeliness of it passed. So you know, let's let's give you a chance here. Yeah. Tell us about the the Microsoft news that the happened. Microsoft
1: news. I thought it was quite interesting because I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not against you know console gaming. I'm not against PC gaming. I do all my stuff on the PC, and I do use a Windows laptop. So for me to get a nice free upgrade to Windows 10, which looks quite nice and you know, it's quite functional. I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of fine with this. Yeah. I like some of the new features that bring in, like, the cross... Is it cross-streaming? Yeah,
0: cross-play uh, so cross a little bit with the Xbox One yeah. And PC, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I like that you can, say, play on Fable Legends, which I'm quite happy that is coming out because I am a fan of the Fable games, and you could be playing it on your laptop, and then someone else is playing it on the Xbox, and you guys can join in the same game. It looks like it works pretty well. Mm-hmm. They might have just made it work really well for the presentation, it, <laughs> it might work works, shit yeah. in real life. Yeah. This is really yeah. how things go, but gee,
2: I wonder if they've ever done that before. Hmm. Oh yeah. I
1: wonder. Um another thing that they were looking at as well was when you could be playing on your Xbox and Oh, someone else wants to use the TV, better put it on a different screen, like my laptop, PC or my tablet. Kind of not really stealing any ideas from the Wii U whatsoever. Wow. No, we're not. <laughs> totally not, because we're not giving you a tablet to do with it. You have to buy another piece of technology to do this. <laughs> so it's actually kind of shitty. <laughs> well, I, I think it it's... looks okay, actually. Yeah, it it's... looks. I, I won't, you yeah, know, it does look pretty good, actually. I I won't completely rip into it, but I just think that you know it's an idea which is already done. I'm just hoping they can execute it better, because there's lag issues with where it
0: already exists. Exactly. And it's going to be interesting to see. It's probably going to be an on-the-same-network sort of thing. I think it's it's more comparable to what Sony is trying to do with the remote play on Vita.
2: Yep. And exactly. They,
0: they bring that up as a dream sort of scenario, but yeah, there's lag involved even when it's on the same network. Yeah. It doesn't work it's... as perfectly as it should. <sighs> I mean, it it works but you know with with setbacks and yeah for microsoft to say you know pushing you know streaming the game footage to a pc or a surface tablet any device really running windows 10 it could hell, could even be a phone um because they're trying to make it all one integrated operating system here it's great in theory but we'll wait and see the execution I'm yeah curious i
2: mean about what's the what what <laughs> xbox one is really running
0: hmm. I'm sure they're going to do an update, and like that's probably going to be something they save for either uh, GDC or E3 to talk about like an, a big software update that really yeah. brings Xbox One to be compatible with all Windows 10, because at its current stage, yeah. it would not be. No, yeah, no, it, it, they would it not be able to run does it like sort
2: that. of look like Xbox One is sort of the proto Windows 10.
0: Yeah, I can see
1: yeah. that. Yeah, um, I can see that. I mean, there's also other things like, you know, oh, new... Chat system. You can message your friends wherever you are on whatever device, and mm-hmm. voice chat and stuff. I'm just kind of thinking, is this why you bought out Skype so <laughs> you could play around with it and see how it works first, yeah, before implementing it to the system? It doesn't wouldn't, wouldn't me surprise cool. me. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Just please stop making it shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <geez>. Microsoft <laughs> yeah, has not been loud. good for Skype. That's for sure. No. And things like you know game DVR to you know, record 30 second clips, they have that too, but. Uh, The big news to come out of that event, I think, was HoloLens.
1: Oh, HoloLens looked amazing, but it looks amazing in theory, and it might not have such a good delivery.
0: Mm -hmm. (coughs) 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 Project Natal. (coughs) (coughs) Milo. Milo. Milo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, give me a sec. It's
2: such a stripped-down memory (coughs) lane. Although, to be fair, those two things were exactly one thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> to have that presentation you know, be so reminiscent about, you know, oh, Project Natal, they showed all these cool things, you know, bring in the skateboard, and boop, boop, and then suddenly it's in the game, and yeah. I, I get that this technology seems to be a lot more further along, and that Kinect seems to be kind of an early start into this whole vision that they had, that they yeah. kind of took the knowledge that they learned. I mean, hell, Kudo Sunoda is on the halloween's project. I, Mr. Have you ever seen with the bottom Avatar? shoe was like, "Well, bam! There it is." Uh, he's he's working on Hololens, okay. and so I think they took a lot of knowledge that they learned from Connect to implement it into that. It's, it's a whole like they have the CPU, the GPU, and then a holographic processing unit. Okay. So it, it's different. It's the first you know headset of its type that's self-sustainable. That you know it can, it's you know basically it's on its own. Because you know Project Morpheus on PlayStation, that needs the PlayStation hardware yeah. to run. Uh, Oculus Rift is going to be dependent on you know, the game software. It's not all self-sustainable. Yeah. Uh, this is you know on its own. So I think it has a lot of potential going for it, but you have to be wary, as you mentioned, Rachel, because they've shown this precedent for creating gorgeous videos and tech demos and the like, and it just yeah. does not deliver uh, in the end on the retail. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine how expensive this thing's gonna be?
0: Thousand bucks. I was gonna say eight hundred, but yeah. Uh you know, it feels in similar in a way to Google Glass, uh, which that has also kind of sputtered and failed a little bit. Like I don't think they're gonna yeah. be delivering No, I don't on.
2: think so either. But that was more on the yeah. fact that, you know, theirs was a thousand dollars and Yeah.
0: Thousand to fifteen hundred, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like just that. a, that's too expensive
2: of what some people are going to see as a toy right off the bat. Yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah. It's
1: not, you're not really aiming at the right market if you're doing it that way. Right. I mean, but- if I could ever afford one of these things and it does work really well, I probably would actually get one because I like Minecraft.
0: Yeah. I just want to build Minecraft everywhere. And, and with that, I mean, the Microsoft acquisition of Minecraft, you know, several months ago or, you know, half a year ago, whatever it was, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, starting to build that, you know, two billion, two and a half billion dollar Yeah, right. payout, uh, building that that quickly. Uh, that that really makes if sense. Had,
2: if I had that thing on right now and basically had Minecraft around me while we were podcasting and if we started doing a vlog, all you'd do is see me in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: the, just one thing,
1: things around.
0: the one thing I did like that they showed in, in the video was the representation of you know having the chat and then the guy pointing out the things that happened to be with, you know, the drain pipe and all that. But yeah. showing that out and having a more kind of tactile visual representation when you're learning something i think that has a lot of potential yeah if it can be pulled off uh so if that's it can. that's really interesting and they they seem to be saying that this they're aiming it to be out or at least you know early you know versions of it by mm. the windows 10 launch which should be near the end of the year oh so. interesting We'll I see. Hope
1: in not. the meantime, then, guys, just keep an eye out on whatever Microsoft is buying out because it seems to be whatever they're buying out is going towards what they're going to be making for us. So, yeah.
0: Definitely showing their hand a bit. Just like, if you think about it, in 2012, there was a big like 54-page uh, kind of guide oh, yeah. on Microsoft's future. Yeah, And that mm-hmm. leaked online and they tried to take it down. Uh, sure enough... This HoloLens. It went by a different name of it, I believe, Fortaleza. Yeah. At the time, but this was all laid out in there for 2015. Yeah. And it's like, they've seemed to follow it to the T. So it's really interesting to kind of see all that come to fruition a few years later, so. Huh. Go figure. Let's talk about our hilarity of the week. Uh, Goodness sakes. uh, The Majora's Mask... 3DS XL, the new 3DS XL.
1: pain in the butt.
0: Um, Yeah. It was gone within 15 minutes on GameStop's website. Yep. And, you know, for people who went to stores, didn't have much luck. Uh, A few hours later in that day, kind of, you know, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock Eastern time, around when I came home, Best Buy had it up for pre-order. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to get one. I think I want to give one to Rachel because she's um, a Zelda fan and uh, you know, a you know, nice thought and gift and all that. So well, I'm you like, guys are just... Oh, I know. I'm so happy, sweet. Uh, da,
2: da, 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 da.
0: So I put my pre-order down and I, I have an order from Best Buy for this thing. It doesn't lock me out. I process the order. They send me the email. All fine and dandy. A couple weeks later, they send me this email... Uh, and, you know, if you want to go to our show notes, you know, the Kotaku article has, you know, essentially, it, it printed, essentially, what they said. We're sorry, but there is an issue with your pre-order. The popularity of Nintendo 3DS XL, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Edition, Gold Black, exceeded the quantities made available to Best Buy. As a result, we are unable to fulfill all of the pre-orders received. We regret that your particular order has been canceled, and we know this is disappointing. We want to make it up to you by offering a fifty dollars discount to uh, you know the the black and red the the normal versions. Hmm. I'm glad it's nice that they did something.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I appreciate well, just that.
1: just saying hey hey boo
0: you baba. It's still an awful retail practice. Hilariously sad and pathetic. Yeah. That you think you offer so many pre-orders. If anything, have a low number of pre-orders. And disperse more when Nintendo gives them out to you. It's a terrible idea to say, well, we have, well, a thousand, just say. Yeah. But Nintendo only gives us 500. So we have to cancel half of those, and it's not the real numbers, mind you. But as an example, it's a terrible (laughs) business practice. And then Fry's, which is another retailer, I believe primarily in Canada, uh, did the same exact thing. That's really dumb. Yeah. I
1: mean, over here, it's a little bit different because we can get things straight away from the Nintendo UK store
0: mm, yeah.
1: online. And they sold out really quickly for the first time around. And now they actually have new stock in and they're actually still able to pre-order. Really? Really. They are available at the moment on the Nintendo UK store. The Nintendo 3DS XL Majora's Mask 3D Edition comes with the Majora's Mask 3DS XL, a adapter, the charger adapter, unlike <laughs> <and> the <laughs> version, and also the Majora's Mask uh, Skull Kid figurine. jeez. Oh, for £209.99. That's £99.
0: like all of the rare things in yeah. one. Now, Would now, you
1: like me to convert what that is in dollars?
0: I, I'm sure I can estimate that it's about 300 or so. About $320. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But... And before anyone goes and rushes to this, I mean, you gotta keep in mm-hmm. mind that it's still region locked. Yeah, the three Ds. So you'd yeah. be having to buy PAL games for all Never. that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go exactly. jumping on that if you're in the United States. Uh, it's just a really dumb practice, and it's something that we were affected by firsthand. Uh, and that really sucks. Yeah,
2: but at least you get fifty dollars. Yeah, Since you got two got two. That's true. Of them.
0: And then uh, I bought so much shit from GameStop that I had a fifty dollars coupon there too. So. For for my personal one, because I'm going to get the black one. Uh, I I'm going to wait team.
2: for another limited edition.
0: Good plan. That's probably for the best. They'll make more, I'm sure. I, I mean, for the Monster Hunter, I think the Monster Hunter one looks much better, to be honest, than mm-hmm. the Majora's Mask one. I just have zero attachment to the series.
2: Yeah, that's... But, you know, maybe I'd have one with this one, with this version of the game.
0: But yeah, it's so weird. Like, all, another thing we talked about on one of the, these soapboxes where... It's so weird that these don't include the game. They don't include the AC adapter, which mm. you're already getting reports from retail stores of parents or grandparents who are buying this as their kids' first system. And like, how the fuck can this not have an AC adapter? Like, like understandably frustrated, but you need to have very good retail employees say, hey you're going to need to buy this as an yeah. extra purchase. And let's be honest, not a lot of them Do. are that capable. Or so. understanding. Yeah. Why would That's
1: they situation. not even include the adapter cable anyway? Because that makes no sense.
0: Nintendo's idea is that this is going to be an upgrade for a lot of people who either have, you're know, coming from a DSi, from yeah. a 3DS, from a 3DS XL. All of those systems use the same power adapter. So they believe that you have one lying around, but then you get stores like GameStop here, which are like, we're offering credit if we trade in your system. When you trade in your system...
2: You you have have, to give up the AC adapter.
0: Yeah, so you have to do that.
1: Yeah. It it doesn't
0: make too much sense. Nintendo makes weird decisions because they're part of this Kyoto-based company, which, uh, if you want to read a really interesting article, uh, I think his name is Dan Adelman who used to be Nintendo of America's, you know, uh, person who dealt a lot with indies and third-party relations and all that, uh, gave a really interesting interview with a publication that talked about, like, a little bit of an inside look at Nintendo's, you know, the way the company works. And basically saying, like, a Kyoto company is to a Japanese company as a Japanese company is to an American company. Like, you think of a Japanese company like, oh, strict hierarchy, orders. A Kyoto company in particular is even more so than that. So, like, apparently, like, there have been ideas that have gone through Nintendo, but because, like, the board of directors or what have you, you know, once one of them shuts down the idea, like, idea's dead. So there have been kind of, you know, a lot of wasted ideas. And it kind of makes sense when you think they don't understand how, you know, internet works. You (laughs) know, for the lack of implementations of things like trophies. Like, it doesn't take much to kill ideas there. Very interesting read if you can find it. I'll try to see if I can put that in the show notes. notes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's breeze through these uh, story pool because it's gosh, it's yeah. getting late in the UK. I'm so sorry. I'm falling Rachel.
1: asleep. I, I am actually falling asleep.
0: I'm so sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have we have Miles here, and uh, we'll we'll explain soon why that's important to have you here. Um, yeah, AGDQ 2015, the speed running marathon. They yeah. raised over 1.5 million dollars for charity. <laughs> That was a uh, lot in the last
1: couple of months. really good. Gosh,
0: last year it was over a million. We thought that was incredible. Yeah. I mean, they just keep doing better and better, and it's always a remarkable time when that comes around. The speedrunning community just does a fantastic job. Spotify is coming to PlayStation.
2: Now you can do things that you've been able to do for on the Microsoft console forever. Yeah. Yay. But it, with Spotify instead of your own music system, which is, I yeah. guess,
0: cool. Yeah, I uh, mean, Spotify baby. Spotify has access to 30 million songs in yeah. its library, and that's really interesting. Um, I think the one way where in integrating with a service like this, because it's going to involve a, a PlayStation Music service. The, okay. Sony had the Music Unlimited service. They charged too much for it. They didn't offer as many songs. It just wasn't the best idea. But to have Spotify partner with them, make a PlayStation Music service as we are getting some noise in our house. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've
1: noticed that a couple times now, actually.
0: This yeah, is that, that, that is that is Mark playing music loudly. Maybe music he's playing on Spotify. <laughs> That's Segway. segue. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure. Um, no, I think the interesting thing with this, to have a company partner with PlayStation Music like this, yeah, they're saying that you can play games or and have music in the background. So if you're you know hunting on Destiny, or if you're playing some Madden, or... Uh, a radio station for Grand Theft Auto or something like that. The potential should game developers take advantage of it on PlayStation is if you have like specific Spotify playlists that the games will then call upon. You know, it must be online to yeah. you know, provide it, and that it's always curated, it's always updated. That's an interesting I can way. I see that. Yeah, um,
2: especially uh, the, the GTA example is very good. Like yeah. you switch to a certain channel on GTA, and it pulls from your Spotify's.
0: Yeah, and but it'll it'll take developer work for that. So right. it has early potential for sure. Uh, you don't really necessarily want to use it for games that have a soundtrack that deliver a specific experience, like you know, playing a random song during, uh, say, a Telltale game like Game of Thrones. Like you're gonna play what Telltale Game of Thrones and then play Gangster Rap? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> like it's, it's it's just not look, gonna work. I played I'm sorry. Gears
2: of War number one. And the entire time, I just had Breaking Benjamin's Blow Me Away playing. The entire time.
0: Oh, see, I thought you'd almost go with uh, All Around Me Up, a
2: faces.
0: <laughs> now, not-
2: well, what about the uh, time I was playing through Dead Space 2 listening to Russian Gypsy Jazz? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I do what I do.
0: Yeah. Uh, Taipei Game Show. Uh, apparently, a very big turnout there, not surprising. Yeah. In, in China. Uh, or Hong Kong, rather, but uh, you know, even more than Gamescom, apparently. So that's becoming a bigger thing. Uh, Sony had a presentation there. Kojima was there to show off information that uh, the localization, at least for China, for Metal Gear Solid 5: The Phantom Pain, is going to be a PlayStation exclusive there, apparently. Hmm. Uh, but in Sony's presentation, they show this two, and it has a very distinct style to this two. Makes people think: Are you teasing? A Metal Gear Rising 2. and uh, the internet was a buzz about this for a while. I know Cyberlink four twenty, good friend of the show in particular, uh, very hyped about it. And then yeah. it, it seems to have been debunked by Kojima Productions. I wonder though if this is just to save face. I
2: think it might be because this looks too much. It's undeniable,
0: and like I, they were saying, like oh, it's, a, it's a, it was used for a countdown. That was how the two was used, but still doesn't look like it. I wouldn't give up hope entirely. Yeah. You. I wouldn't be hoping for saying that this is a sure thing, but I would say that the dream may not entirely be dead. Don't yeah. have this unofficial tweet totally debunk it. You yeah. know, just think, you know, saving face for PR a little bit.
2: Right. And uh, next would be the Five Nights at Freddy's 3 stuff going on. We finally got a trailer for that.
1: Scary. And yeah.
2: uh, it. It's a lot more movement than I was expecting, to mm. be honest. Yeah. yeah. President and Freddy did not have a whole lot of movement, but this trailer gives you the idea that, you know, there might be a lot more there, and it's centered around Bonnie, which makes a lot of sense. But it's a golden Bonnie?
1: Hmm. It looks like a very rusted, old, moldy Bonnie to me.
2: Yeah, the mold, it's probably a lot to do with mold. But, uh, I like the story around it. You know, five, the whole thing. Five Guys, uh, the... Five guys. <laughs> Five guys, <at> Freddy's. <laughs> Five Oh, when work to starts Chicago. to seep over in the right.
0: gameplay, jeez.
2: Uh it's a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, uh Freddy Fazbear's Fright, the horror attraction. People are trying to kind of use the history of, you know, the 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 accidents and murders and stuff like that to hmm. make a nice attraction, which seems pretty cool. And uh Well, looks like they're going to make it all happen over again. The neat things to see are the plastic faces from uh, the second game. Uh uh, And the fact that the oldest, Bonnie, is moving around. Because that is not Golden Freddy. However, one has to question, you know, where is Golden Freddy during all of this? He's the one that, you know, never was really quite explained. Yeah. And uh, the puppet as well. Everyone's wondering what he's going to do but it's interesting to note that you know with a number of a lot of a number of things that came out with this uh the game's description uh, if you don't mind me reading it is sure. uh 30 years after Freddy Fazbear's pizza closes doors the events that took place there have become nothing more than a rumor and childhood memory childhood memory is an interesting thing because of what was really taking place you know the the murders of the five children mm-hmm. and a lot of people think that the children's memories are what possesses the robots um, and especially when it has to do with the uh the animatronics moving in the first place in the uh mini game uh give presence, give life or something like that. Right. Uh and then but the owners of F- Fazbear's Fright, the horror tracks to revive the legend to make the experience as authentic as pos- uh, authentic as possible for patrons, going to great lengths to find anything that might have survived decades of neglect and ruin. And then there's this line. At first there are only empty shells, a hand Probably from... And that's an interesting thing. It's just like a hand. Odd. Just a hand. Hmm. Uh, A hook. That's from Foxy. And then there's the old paper plate doll. That's actually got a little bit of history behind it. Hmm. Uh, And then a remarkable discovery was made. The attraction now has one animatronic. So that just brings the only one left that we were teased a long time before. But I, I, I thought it interesting that they actually brought back the old paper plate doll, which would move a lot. Mm. It would move a lot in fa- in the second game, and yeah. it, I believe that it also even showed up a little bit in the first game too. So, what this doll is, this paper play doll, I have no idea. Hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, Rachel, you were amazed that you know Scott Cawthon, the creator, seems to just churn these out at a remarkable rate.
1: He does. I mean, when you look at the trailers, they don't look like they were churned out so quickly. They look visually pleasing Mm. when you play it. Well, when you play them, I don't play them, I watch people play them, I don't want to play them because I'm a giant puss, but they look very nice, really, for the time that he turns around a minute. I mean, they don't look like they're really cheapo games. No. If that makes sense. They're a great experience. And this one looks even better than the other two. The de- I mean, I actually really like the detail when you were looking close up at Bonnie I was like, wow, it's actually quite detailed. That's how much, how much I time has he actually help. spent on this?
2: I think he's getting help at this point. Yeah, at this. Yeah, point. Yeah, it probably. sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I am pretty impressed with just like how quickly they seem to be coming out, and yet mm. they still look so good.
2: Yeah, it seems pretty high quality. This one, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering what his mix up is going to be this time.
0: Uh sad news to end the the story pool with uh with the passing of Matiom. Mhm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know working recently at Rooster Teeth but uh had a long history of working in animation just a, a remarkable remarkable drive and work ethic just unparalleled mm-hmm. really in yeah. the industry. Uh some may know him for Haloid yeah. way back in the day, uh Dead Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And uh most recently with his work at Rooster Teeth, you know Helping with Red versus Blue, uh, the creation yeah. of you know his the his,
2: showcase of his first time working with them, uh, where the warthog busts best, through the yeah, wall yeah. and yeah. everything starts <laughs> becoming. It's like there's so much more than just a simple machinima. Yeah, and you know it was it was a moment where it like it was brilliantly done, and they announced Manny Om and yeah you know and to have this happen while he was so young uh, is just a horrifyingly yeah, tragic
0: yeah. thing. Yeah. Just you got to think, of just you know the fragility of life uh, because. His ultimate culmination with his idea ended up being Ruby, uh, mm. you know, which is it's an anime. Yeah, uh, people can you know say oh well, but this, but this. Uh, it's it's an anime. and yeah. it's, it's remarkably done. Uh, you know, through Rooster Teeth and uh, just when you hear all the outpouring of support and memories and interactions that people had with them, it's it's something that doesn't hit me on a personal level like it does some people. Mm-hmm. But you gotta respect as a, a content creator, especially online, that it's just incredible what yeah. he did and his his drive and work ethic and everything that everyone said about him uh is yeah. just remarkable. I know uh Egoraptor and uh Ross in particular both from Game Grumps now known for Game Grumps, but yeah. uh both on their tumblers, uh just writing really remarkable uh just you know, memories that they had of him in particular. Yeah. Um, he wanted, I think, in particular, and, you know, Rooster Teeth has kind of reiterated this just to, you know, don't have your life be a waste, you know, do something with it, be creative, you know, don't have this news, unfortunately, slow you down. And I know, especially for some members in our community, it's it's very tough. And, uh, really all, it's just all the condolences really to him, his family, his friends, and everyone affected by the news, uh. But you, you gotta gotta do something with it, you know. Have have his drive and motivation be motivation for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he would have wanted. Mm-hmm. So, Rest in peace, Auntie. Yeah, love you, buddy. Gosh, I don't know how we go from that to saying we, we're about an hour in the show. We have to you know, quickly go through the games that are out recently. A lot of remasters, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. And that's, no that's, one wants
1: to do original content anymore it's all like hey this was popular
0: well it, it's it's the early part of the year right. it's you know, not a lot of games come out for us. So you had the Resident Evil HD remastered,
1: yep, and
2: the Grim Fandango remastered.
0: Absolutely, uh, Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy came out of nowhere as a remaster <laughs> with a, the the a chilling feeling website. I'm I'm
1: sorry, remastered is um, not quite the term I would actually use for <laughs> that game. I love Indigo Prophecy, by the way. I'm a massive fan of. Well, actually, we call it Fahrenheit. I'm a massive fan of it, and I love the game. You did I a soapbox about it. I did. I would not call that remastered. Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I think a lot of the industry's kind of warped what that means. Yeah, the whole yeah. idea of a remake versus yeah. a remaster. Yeah. Remaster is probably the more proper term for it when you compare it to a remake. Remake is like ground up, changing everything. Yeah, in uh, Grim Fandango is actually the same way. Yeah, they touch up the lighting, but they don't even make it a widescreen. It's still a four by three game with barriers on it.
2: No oh, jeez. Uh,
0: so it's it's not even that much. And yeah, they make the textures HD for for Fahrenheit, but. They're not going and redoing the textures. They're not updating it. Yeah. So it still looks like a game from I
1: 2005.
0: At least you guys get sex seats now. There you go. We sure do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing that game, to be honest.
1: Oh, i bet um, you are now. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I mean, because I'm weird and I like David Cage games. And it was always a game that like I, I wanted to get into, but you know, I started playing Heavy Rain. I loved that. I really enjoyed Beyond Two Souls. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's... There's Indigo Prophecy, also known as Fahrenheit. Yeah, there's a, I guess a game before that, but Indigo Prophecy was kind of like what Heavy Rain was before Heavy Rain. Mm. And so I, yeah. I look forward to playing that. Uh,
1: Let's Sean.
0: Jason, Jason, Jason. Uh, Jason. Saints Row Get that. Out of Hell is the DLC expansion, story expansion, a little bit, and like a twenty dollars sort of add on to Saints Row Four. Uh, this in conjunction with the remaster of that, essentially. Not really a remaster, but, you know, uh, the port to yeah. the PlayStation 4 Xbox One from, you know, the previous generation. So, uh, re-elected, I think, that one is called. Okay. You know, for Saints Row 4, re-elected. Uh, Dying Light, a, a new game. <laughs> a new game from the makers of Dead Island uh, over at right. uh, Techland. This is the zombie game with parkour elements. So, uh, people are seem to be enjoying it. Okay. And, like, it's succeeding in a lot of ways where Dead Island failed. Yeah, oh, the fine. story's a little hokey, apparently, but, mm. you know, the com- the combat's passable and pretty good, and the parkour really works well. You okay. And and apparently
1: night, so it's awesome, uh, says PewDiePie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this game is so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. man. I had totally forgotten about that. <laughs> there was an image online where... It was like a promotional poster for Dying Light, mm-hmm. and on that, in quotes, this game is so awesome, PewDiePie. Oh, and it's just like, yeah, you know, I I have particular opinions on PewDiePie, but I'm gonna peg that more <laughs> on Dying Light pulling that particular quote, using PewDiePie as a quote to you know to sell your game. Uh, but goodness, so. <laughs> Um, Life is Strange, episode one, uh, came out, and Life is Strange is, think Walking Dead-style adventure game. Okay. Gone Home themes, uh, Beyond Two Souls supernatural stuff going on, uh, you know, kind of, uh, What else can I compare? It's kind of like that. You're playing as a a young teenage girl, kind of like 18 years old, you know, that kind of time in your life where you're trying to figure stuff out. You're at a high school, and uh, you realize that you can reverse time.
2: Oh, yeah. I remember being 18 and realizing that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, like in the animatrix.
0: Yeah, a little bit. So, if you've played The Walking Dead and those kind of adventure games before uh, from Telltale, it's the whole thing like you'll come across big moments and big decisions. So you pick one, and then it plays out a little bit, and you're like, "Oh, I don't like that. I want to see what the other one would have done."
1: <laughs>
0: and pick the other one.
1: Is that yeah. that new game that's on Steam, which is like super cheap?
0: Well, the ep- the first episode is like five dollars here in America. Yeah. Uh, the full season is twenty, and this was a game that like it's. I I was really interested in it when I saw okay. the uh, the game because uh, it's kind of like Twin Peaks ish as well. Uh, so I, I bought the full season outright. <laughs> like, I I know I'm going to be playing this game. Okay. I really enjoyed the first episode. I think it has some weird things to it. Like the writing is a little hokey. Uh, they, they throw
2: the game is called Life is Strange. It's going to have
0: some hokeyness to it. Yeah, it, but yeah. it's to the point where like they they throw in some hellas and pH fats and like it's adult writing what they think teens say which always comes across a little strange. Some of the lip flaps are a little off because it's it's Don't Nod, so the French developers are the ones who did Remember Me. And Remember Me, if you recall, had the idea of the memory remixing, going Mm -hmm. back and forth through time, changing things to change the future. That was the cool part about that game. The combat was shit and just not good (laughs) ripping off of Arkham Knight or Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, whatever. Uh, But they took that idea and brought it into a you know Telltale-style adventure game, and it, it it's building a lot of good foundations. So hmm. I've I really enjoyed that, and I recommend everyone else, at least give them the demo a try, for sure. Uh, and then Apotheon is out. It's uh, on PlayStation Plus for free. So it's one of those, you know, it just came out, but it's on PlayStation Plus. Uh, right. Kind of looks like a side-scrolling sort of adventure. You have to climb Olympus, as a, it's kind of a Greek setting, it kind of reminds me a little bit of guacamole, okay, ish, uh, and maybe slightly, but not entirely, like dust in Leasing okay. Tail*. So, at least you know, give the, the trailer a watch for that one. Very, very quickly, we because uh, we still have an important thing to talk about at the end of the show here. Miles, what are you playing?
2: I am playing Project Am. No, uh, I just finished, uh, uh, Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. Ooh! And I did the downloadable story at the end. It got very meta. Got very much. Everyone was talking about how they were named. It's like. I'm named Mary, and I have a lamb. What's up with that? <laughs> and this isn't a lamb, it's a
0: goat! Goodness, I have not tried that downloadable bit because I. I beat it so soon after it came out here that I just yeah, yeah did not get did not story. get the downloadable episodes.
2: It's like ten chapters. Each one has a puzzle in it. Yeah, each you one. Find, came you find out the each backstory right. to uh, Constantine, huh. which is amusing at the very least. You yeah. get a lot of little different bits of backstory here and there.
0: Did you enjoy the game though?
2: Yeah, this was the game was actually pretty enjoyable. Uh, those cases were absurdly long. <laughs> yeah and i don't know if that was the same in terms of normal phoenix right but like you make one mistake and that just carries before you for like three chapters mm-hmm. so i finished a lot of those with only like I, I got a little upset during some of the cases because i'm like oh well obviously for this evidence no you need to present it at this when you talk about yeah. it at this point yeah and i'm like but they brought it up in this one as well i thought it would be fine
0: that is the setback, unfortunately, with, you know, the Phoenix Wright games, but...
2: It, it seems like if you didn't present it on the exact one, that there should be flags for the other ones, that if you're at least presenting the right evidence, they'd be like, think more clearly about it, and then they don't hit you with it, because you're yeah, close
0: enough. Right, you can't, unfortunately, make those logic leaps, unfortunately, yeah. which... But I'm, I'm glad you got to play it. It's, yeah. If if it was know, an entertaining someone...
2: game, I liked both, you know, the things. I cleared a lot of the... Pu- none of the puzzles stopped me. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, not like I. I was always afraid. It's like I don't want to be beaten by a video game's puzzles. Yeah. And no, I I trashed that video game. That entire all every single puzzle in that game fell to me.
0: Yeah. If you if you like the puzzles, you gotta give the latent yeah. games. I hope I hope them. they're harder. They are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> anything else?
2: Uh, I actually haven't really played anything else. I you know played a little Smash Four. I've actually been playing Melee a Mm. lot more. Mostly the fact that, you know, every so often I just kind of, like, fall into playing Melee because it'd be, like, free to me. Something like that. Something would... Events would happen. There'd be a tournament. I can enter Melee for free. Or be accidentally entered into Melee for free. Someone found me and says, Hey, we play Melee. I'm like, I didn't enter Melee. But I go up. I see the bracket. I'm sitting right there in Melee bracket. So I'm like, Alright, right, I'll play it.
0: Hmm.
2: I've been placing absurdly well
0: Good in Melee.
2: And, uh... So I guess I've, just, I've started to pick that up a little bit, so... Hmm. And, uh, but outside of that, no, I haven't re- I haven't really played anything. I, I focused on Ace Attorney for the time. All right. Oh, and Batman. Ooh. NES. Push. NES Batman. NES Batman. I just saw it and I'm like, I'm gonna play that! <laughs> and uh, I remember being very small and not getting past the first level and being much older and I beat the game. Nice. And... uh <sighs> Joker's a piece of shit. <laughs> Everything in that game deals one damage to you. You've got eight life. Joker off the bat can go through a cycle where you cannot dodge a three hit, uh, a hit that does three damage to Ow. you. You've got eight health. You have to hit Ouch. him nearly fifty times. Fifty? Yeah. Good lord. It's so hard to do. Yeah, Jeez. but you did it. I pulled it off. It God, took me amazing. forever. <laughs> and I had to develop a system in which, you know, weird thing about me- mechanic about that game when your enemy is in its pain animation, it doesn't have an active hitbox anymore hmm. so if you, like the Joker will charge through you very quickly and you can't really dodge it but if you hit him just as he's running past you he doesn't damage you
0: hmm. okay. so
2: they have invincibility frames in which that you can take advantage of
0: yeah Interesting.
2: And, you ha- and uh, unlike any other point in that game, if you have to continue, you get sent all the way back to the beginning of his level. Jeez. Which is so bullshit because I'm that sure is such you a you got hard very good level. at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Look at it for the uh, Show Me Your Names anniversary. I think I'll be running that.
0: Oh, is that a tease? I think that is. Rachel, what are you playing?
1: Um, I finally got onto Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and nearly completed it. I was going to complete it. But then I realized I didn't have to complete it to get the
0: legendaries
1: anymore. So I was like, okay, I'm putting legendaries now. Yeah. So I finally have more legendaries. I have 48 now.
0: Now, your team can easily beat the Elite Four Champion. I consider that one beaten. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm already done with that. So, you know, I'm, I'm sticking to my Omega Ruby. That's where I'm keeping all of my lovely legendary collections, So, hooray! And
0: you're only missing a few.
1: I know. I'm, I'm missing four legendaries. Off hmm. of having every single one. And I'm kind of sad.
0: What are the tough ones to get? Like Manaphy? Manaphy, so Jirachi, um, Shaman.
1: Yeah, Shaman and Meluetta.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, all these really tough ones. Yeah, the like, like um, kind of fairy ones.
1: Yeah, I'm missing all of those. I've got everything else except for those, so
0: I'm a little bit salty about that. Hmm. But what can you do? Yeah, like Manaphy is really tough to get. You know, pulling it from mm. Ranger and... yeah, Right. Yeah.
1: I have also been playing some more Binding of Isaac because I always play that game. I won't go too much into that. Although I did kill Mega Satan yesterday for the first time ever. Nice job. That was interesting. He looks completely different to everyone else in the whole fucking game. Hmm. I'll have to show you him as long as I can get to him again. Yeah. Right. Getting to him is quite difficult. Right. Yeah. What else have I been playing? I've also played the second episode of Telltale's Game of Thrones today. And it was good. Not as good as the first one, but it was good. I got I got really pissed off at one point because Jon Snow turned up and Jon Snow, because I'm female, is one of my favourite characters. And he came on and he had one line and then he ran away and I was like, no, what the fuck are you doing, Jon Snow? Come back. Uh, What else have I been playing? Assassin's Creed 2? I need to get back into that, because that is super duper fun. Mm -hmm. That is really fun. And uh, I thought at first I wouldn't get on very well, because I was like, oh, combat controls, oh, I don't know what to do. And then I learnt. (laughs) No,
0: then it turns out they're easy.
1: Yay! And then I got really annoyed at controls again
0: when I was going through more training. (laughs) Yeah, i was well, it, it
1: swearing so hard at the game. It doesn't
0: help that the PC port is not friendly to Xbox controllers.
1: No, it really isn't. So it assumes doesn't... you have a PS controller, and yeah. like N- I don't.
0: That that makes it just all wrong. I mean, X's are in the wrong place. I it's just you can't even do it. Dumb.
1: It's super, 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 super dumb. Besides I that, I don't really think I've been playing anything besides Tomodachi Life. I want to get onto Fahrenheit, but I need to actually play it.
0: Yeah, good old good old Tomodachi's.
1: Well, what have you been playing, playing,
0: Peter? I've also been playing Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Oh, shit. So. I've been playing on PlayStation Vita, though, and damn, that game is good to have on a handheld. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing <laughs> to you know, be... it's makes sense. It's, one, it's a, one thing to be, you know, sitting at a laptop and, and a PC and all that, but if I were playing it on PlayStation 4, it, it's a whole ordeal. Like Great to have it on the big screen and all that, but it's perfect to have it as a compliment to watching TV and just yeah. doing it at the same time and just you know, for... Resetting runs and all that. I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm not going to put in Rachel's Herculean effort uh, of, you know, all the hours she's Herculean. put into it.
1: Of uh, 500.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> but where I'm at right now is I died to Isaac and I'm so salty about that because I was so close and that would have unlocked Judas and I've beaten mom's heart six times. So, well done. So you would have
1: I'm, also unlocked Blue Baby, killing Blue Baby as well, I think. Yeah. Which would have been cool. And Man. then after that point you can unlock
0: killing Mega Satan. I still consider that game beaten in a way, and now it's just a matter of, you know, anything further <laughs> being completed.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean once credit once
0: credits roll, beaten. Getting nope, everything? Yep. Completed. Terminology
1: completionist.
0: Uh, Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire. I got it on Virtual Console. Gave it a run on Wii U. That's fun. I love that game. It's it's super good. It's (laughs) super good. Uh, Hotel Dusk Room Two Fifteen is one of my resolutions this year. And check completed. Uh, It's a visual novel mystery game for Nintendo DS. uh, Very early, I think, in Nintendo DS. So you can kind of tell by some of its designs. We're like, see, it's a touchscreen. It's one of those ones oh, that you hold it on its side like a book, and then tap. So it's it's cool to see like when characters are having a conversation, they're looking back and forth at each other. Yeah, that's uh, a nice thing. But then it's you know solving puzzles like you know, when you have to close the DS, kind of like in, in Phantom Hourglass where you had to make things dark in a dungeon, so you close the DS and make it dark and open up and back up. da 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 da. I mean, this is like you have to get your face close to this person. Close the DS and then open it back up, and you solve it. Like or <laughs> now kiss, 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 <laughs> kiss, kiss. Um, I let, oh man,
2: things were getting aggressive in there. I
0: love the style of Hotel Dusk and how it, it's it's kind of like drawn but animated that way. It's a really really cool style. The whole noir jazz music, very cool. Uh, the the story. I, I saw the twists coming, so I think other mysteries have delivered better on the story front. It was still entertaining with good characters, so I'm really glad I played it. It was a very good experience. If you can find it for super cheap, uh, like it was, go screw for the, it.
2: Screw the twist, Professor Leigh versus Ace Attorney. <laughs> I mean, for the
0: love of Christ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 happens. To you got warm. that. You got that.
2: That text from me. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> You didn't respond back, but I'm just yeah. kind of like, are you serious with me right now?
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, that one's done. Another resolution that I started was Resident Evil Four. <laughs> Some people think that's a masterpiece and one of the greatest games of all time. And I have played
2: it enough to say no. I think and they're full, no.
0: full of shit.
1: It's not a masterpiece, so but you just no suck the, the no.
0: controls. Uh, the figure- controls are outdated. Yeah, you antiquated. <laughs> Well, have you tried the Wii version? I have Wii version. the Wii version, but okay. I have not tried it. I have the PlayStation 3 HD version, which is oh. what I tried. Huh. Um, yeah, I got two hours into it, and I don't think I'm continuing it.
2: Maybe try the Wii version. That's Maybe. All
1: yeah, you should try the Wii version. Yeah, you really should. Because, I mean, I can get on with the normal controls, GameCube controls and stuff like that, fine, where you couldn't. But that yeah. might be just because I grew up with more gaming systems than you did. Also a uh, I, I, don't, I don't mean to sound yeah. really, like, I don't know, I, I don't mean to sound stupid but yeah. just sort of like, it might just be different for people that have grown up with, like, more gaming systems and more games like that, I guess. Yeah, Because it, I'm more used to doing this. However,
2: I, I, I'll argue that point, because I've played Resident Evil 4, and I hated playing yeah. Resident Evil 4. I just,
0: I did oh, not okay. find I, it fun. I was
2: okay at it, I, you know... I did all the things you were not supposed to do against the chainsaw boss in the village and still had a good time and still beat him.
0: I appreciate what they did for, you know, really kind of starting the whole behind-the-shoulder third-person mm-hmm. shooting action. But when you go to a game then like Mass Effect 2... Oh, yeah. I mean, Goodness that's... Goodness gracious, it's do just I much Mass Effect. ...much better as far as the, the shooting action. And, yeah, you have... God, what... Five, six years as as its contemporary, but but still, it's not fun to go back to the antiquated controls there. And when you have moments of tank control, it's just like, no, no, I'll I'll pass. Thank you. I can't, whenever they remaster these things, (laughs) they they, can mean, They did for the new Resident Evil, they fixed the controls so that you can choose to not do the tank controls. I mean, so... They People. also
1: added Jill some jiggly boobs.
0: <laughs> that and they what they well, re-recorded lines. God for that. They re-recorded <laughs> lines, so you Jill, the master of unlocking. So, uh, isn't um, that
1: just from the original PS version? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh
1: God, you were almost Jill Sandwich. Yeah. Is the line that everybody knows, and they changed it in the GameCube version. Hint, or this version, mm-hmm. should we say? Because it's just a remastered version of the GameCube yeah. version. You're almost small enough to fit it in a sandwich or something like oh, that.
0: Oh, I I not the same, not the same. Nope. Um, so yeah, I was very disappointed. Very, very well, it's a part of that sandwich? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed by Resident Evil Four. I yep. Did not like it, and don't see myself really returning to it. Sorry.
1: You'll hate Resident Evil Five even more.
0: Oh, I I
2: know. I honestly don't actually have that much of a problem. I played Resident Evil Five. The controls felt better. Hmm. Story was stupid as shit. But you more know. No, that's
1: why I didn't like that. Yeah,
2: story <laughs> was stupid, but you know. I honestly, like, I don't like games. Like, I don't like games. <laughs> I don't like games.
0: It's giving me <laughs> melee. It's not a game. I, I thought it was it's just, like I thought it game. was silly. Plus, you know, with the ammo as limited as it is and you're, you're scavenging yeah. for stuff. And it's like, here are 20 zombies. Some of them may take three headshots. Yeah. Like, fuck
2: off. That's like, that's Resident ridiculous. That's gets stupid. Yeah. Oh, is because, like, dang. you shoot someone's head off and then a big thing flies out of their head and yeah, you're like, and just oh, oh, oh big, good, big now, that's rows, a thing yeah. I have to deal with. Yeah. And I really don't like those kind of games. That's why I don't like Binding of Isaac. I really don't like the look and feel of those games.
0: Oh, see, bind- that's no comparison. <laughs> No, buy it's, buy it. It, like... it
2: is. It is a little bit of a comparison. I know both of you probably are up and it's like no, it's like no. That, the, there's a there's a gross out factor to
0: both of those games. There, there's a gory aspect to it, but the gameplay is just not even
2: well. Comparable. No, but it, there's a gross out factor that I don't feel is nearly in place. That I I, I don't enjoy that. So okay. that's why. I Also, if you the hate
1: two. things like that, you also wouldn't get on with the remastered New Resident Evil uh, game either. Considering that if you don't burn or decapitate the zombie that you're killing, you come back later. It comes back to life and it's Fast.
2: Yeah. that actually sounds like something I would
0: enjoy as a oh, play, gameplay you. element. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But then there's also weird puzzles in the first Resident Evil that right. is just strange. Weird puzzles like Grim Fandango remastered because those are some obtuse adventure game logic puzzles. Some yeah. of them, yeah, make sense. Uh, geez, I I love the characters. I love how it's written. It's so clever and so funny. And it's a really good story, and that's why you play Grim Fandango. You do not play that game for its puzzles. No. Thus, heavy reliance on a walkthrough. Okay. I know, I know, travesty for some people who swear. No, I not mean, to do as far that, as but, old
2: school adventure games go, you yeah. need walkthroughs, or you need to have had a childhood filled playing with these. Because you know, it just watching anything from you know these old school adventure games. There's no mm. way. Yeah, there's, there's there, there there are certain games where you can fail in the last hour thanks to something you didn't pick up. 14 hours ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of
1: like King's Quest. Kind of. King,
2: King's Quest being the biggest mm-hmm. problem.
0: Yeah, and uh, similarly with King's Quest, Grim Fandango, this game moves really slow. The <laughs> game moves really slow. Uh, when you're traversing across some of those pre-rendered backgrounds in Grim Fandango, it's so big, and you're so small, and you move so slowly, it, it's plodding. <laughs> It's bad. But I'm uh, I'm through year one. I'm on to year two. And uh, that game is divided into four years, four parts. So I'm, I'm a decent way through that game. I'm I'm still I'm, I'm loving the story. I love the atmosphere. They re-recorded the orchestra, so the music's updated, and it's fantastic. But those puzzles need a walkthrough. Too obtuse. Yeah. And I already mentioned uh, Life is Strange episode yeah. one. Because that was really good. If you love the Walking Dead games and that Telltale style—it's it, a cool twist on it with a really different sort of theming. So yeah. I may
1: have to download that
0: YouTube video recommendations. Miles,
1: I have
2: no internet at the time,
0: mm. uh, so, which we'll elaborate on soon.
2: Yeah, uh, I, so I haven't really been given a chance to even have YouTube available to me. So. My YouTube recommendation is the post-Apex C9 Mango interview. Ah, okay. It's, uh, it's got a lot of good things in it. It's definitely, he speaks broadly, and he helps your mindset out with actually a lot of video games. And actually, uh, the PPMD uh, interview as well actually has uh, a little bit of things that will help your mindset, not only in video games, but in life
0: itself. Very cool. Rachel.
1: I've recently been watching uh, the new-ish thing from Game Grumps, which is the Grumpcade, and they've been playing Yoshi's Story on the Nintendo 64, which is something I played loads of when I was a kid, and I would recommend watching through those because they're, uh, I, I find them a lot of fun. They seem a little bit, what's the word for less energetic? Hmm. Lethargic? Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, okay. they, they seem a bit lethargic about the the situation that they're currently in, but I'm just, I like it.
0: I'm enjoying it. Good. Um, Unreal 4 is the new version of the Unreal Engine. Uh Oh, yeah. Put out a trailer, kind of a, not really a trailer in a way, but a demonstration of the engine's capabilities at its current state, uh, going through an apartment in Paris. And I've, you know, talked about on past episodes with my recommendations, you know, kind of videos that start to show like maybe the future of these game computer generated graphics and the potential there. Uh, you know, Kara was a really good example a few years ago. The, the Quantic Dream short film with the robotic girl. That looked amazing for the time. It was beautiful. This is remarkable. Yeah, uh, if, I've seen pictures. It, yeah, I mean it, it's weird in ways where like you're looking in a mirror but you're not seeing yourself back. There's a little bit of disconnect there. Yeah. Uh, but the sense of real life and that kind of pushing of the uncanny valley.
2: That real life unreal.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So uh, give that a check in the YouTube video recommendations for sure.
2: That route wraps the show up, and now we're getting into uh, that thing that we've been teasing this entire Time
1: for some serious shit. Life is happening, everyone.
0: It's hard to bring this up, uh, but it has to be done. Yeah. As you're saying life is happening, I think it's best to lead with what's going on in your life at the moment.
2: I won't say a whole lot of things. Uh, there are certain things that you know I'll be dealing with on my own time. Uh, but one thing that is for certain is that right now I have no internet. And what that means is... I'm going to be having to uh much like Tony before me, but not in such a indefinite time frame uh step away from the mic as far as showing your news is concerned hmm. uh I will be attempting when I can you know make myself available as a guest or you know as you know refilling my spot you know in the intro and such like that but for the foreseeable future it's a very spotty internet connection. And I'm going to be doing everything I can on the sides to do you know, do what
0: I can. And you're here, and that's why we're yeah. recording this. Uh, we're in the in the neighborhood. So, in the neighborhood. Uh, stay in the night and all that, and so we got you recording a couple soap boxes and the yeah. like. Yeah, it's it's a, not a, people may be wondering like how do like, I how how, how do Skype you stuff? Like, how, how do you not have internet? How do you get on Skype? I mean,
2: well. um... Let me put it this way: the internet that I have at my house comes from a house across the street, and it's one of it's one of those side streets that are still a main street. So it's a really wide street. Mm -hmm. So and we have an an extension, but you know we're extending a signal that comes from a house across the street, and it's about you know five to ten percent signal strength. So it pops out so so it pops out basically. It just keeps fading out. I keep losing connection. You know, Skype will work for maybe an hour, but, you know, it might not work for two hours. I don't know. And even if when I say it works, I mean, I'm just talking chat.
0: Yeah, and we were having shows at the end of last year. Where I was in that internet connection. You were dealing with that internet connection and you were getting like seven second delays in yeah. conversation and it just doesn't work. Not yeah. for a podcast and not for anything we're trying to do now. Uh, not for something that's you know, reliable as every other week, which leads to the point. The ultimate point here, I think, in this is don't get the idea that we are ending Show Me Your News. That's not the case. Nope. Uh, it's, it means too much to me and... It's my baby, in a way. <laughs> but this is going to be an interesting year for the show. We kind of have to scale things back, in a way, because of this. We have Some to start... Some things are being scaled back. Some Other
2: things are kind of being brought forward.
0: Yeah, hmm. I mean, I'm talking about as as far as, like, show me your news is concerned. We're learning new skills. We're kind of putting a little more emphasis now, I think, on the YouTube content, starting <laughs> yep. to... Build that a little bit with Soapboxes, with other content that we can come up for YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, we s- still plan on doing podcasts because we can't, you know, give away things like the things we do for E3. Yeah. And for the anniversary and Game of the Year. None of that stuff is going away.
2: Nope. You can still expect to have Show Me Your News, Game of the Year, Show Me Your News, you know, anniversaries. Yeah.
0: So the mm-hmm. plan is to have monthly podcasts. Yep instead of every two weeks, being supplemented by YouTube content yep. like soapboxes and other things. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the best way we can handle this. And your internet situation changes. is just at the end of the year.
2: Yep. Uh, in November, I will be able to have my own internet at my house.
0: And there are other changes potentially in the works where it looks like 2016... Could be be a a very very big year year as far as our productivity and you know doing more things is concerned, and just content. Uh, It's just this is going to be a a a very different year in that regard. A kind of dialed back on just you know, especially the the podcast uh, front. You know, we still have to figure out what to do with other shows. Uh, That's still in discussion Uh because. While things are busy in your life, things are also busy yeah. in in my life, yep. but also yep. in Rachel's life.
1: Well, I've probably mentioned a few times before that I'm looking to move to America, and me and Pete are going through a process at the moment with uh, a lawyer, a firm uh, near where he lives, to get me into America permanently. Where um. I can live with Peter yeah. and we can be the best sickly couple of <laughs> show me your news <laughs> since the bus and sugar poultry. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or yeah. Ben yeah. and Joe. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Oh, I'm sorry, Ben and Joe. I'm not.
1: <laughs> um, There's a lot still to go through. Uh, It's probably not going to be until probably later in the year. Yeah. Where I'm going to be there. Yeah it's going It's going to take a while to do, but it's a really exciting process, and my family are going crazy about it and mm-hmm. looking forward to meeting him when he comes over yeah. and talking about it and yeah there's there's more news on that to come, but the yeah. general gist is there's a lot to go through with the the immigration process.
0: I mean, yeah, some of you may know we've been dating for a while, and mm-hmm. uh, it's going well enough to go through this process and you know looking forward. To future things uh, but it is a very busy process to yeah. be sure uh so that's that's a big thing mm-hmm. yeah that will improve everything yeah to, to have you come over here and what that means for the both of us and that's that's a, a big deal and also another part of it is i have to finally finish my master's thesis yeah. and get that degree and it's a matter of like not that something has to be sacrificed, but a change has to be made and I can't go, you know, full on with multiple shows and doing this. So things have to be scaled back a little bit, at least on my end, uh, mm-hmm. to be able to, to cope with because with that and work and then uh now all these processes, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. So
1: yeah. And you're also coming over here
0: soon, yeah, so you I don't I, am, soon. <laughs> I will be coming over to, to England in March. Uh now, Joe and Ben over at Read the Manual and all the different shows that they do, I can't speak for them. Uh, no. they do a remarkable job, you know, putting out all the content that they do. Yes. It's there's still a lot of things that need to be decided. Yes. To be honest. Like I I still want to do Question Me Roundtable every week, but we tried to do this last week with uh Rachel, me, Joe and Ben, and we were having some internet connection errors and you know, choppiness and it's just like we have to push it back because of technical difficulties? Like, really? Yeah. Like, what is? what are the internet karma podcasting gods, what do they want with us? Um, gosh, and we really haven't delivered on, on Patreon things, and I really apologize. I think it just seemed like we, we may have bitten off a little more that we can chew, and I really, really fucking hate to admit that. Mm. But with all the life shit that has just piled on, like we may have to take a better reassessment of what it is that we're all able to do. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have to also, like, take a step back and think about what I want to do with the YouTube side of things, and because I stream on Twitch as well. But recently, it's been lucky if I ever get out of work on time. Like, I'm there sometimes until around about 7 p.m., not getting home till 8 p.m. or afterwards. And I don't really get a lot of time to... Myself, so I think at some point I, I've even got to step back and think, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to do
0: YouTube stuff or am I going to do Twitch stuff? Mm. Yeah. So again, it's all it's all life, and I, I hate to kind of bring it down, you know, this episode and this note with all the gaming news. and Now, like this real life stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, to to summarize, Miles does not have reliable internet. Until November,
2: or a reliable computer, to be honest, (laughs) or
0: or that too. I mean, we we make jokes about the the supercomputer, yeah. Um, (laughs) But that really puts a damper on podcast things. Mm -hmm. So, with that combined with uh, you know Rachel and I making Mm -hmm. big plans for our future that involve her coming to America and starting Mm -hmm. that process, in addition to uh, my master's work for school. Uh, it means that we kind of we need to tame our expectations and what we 're able to do, uh, so that means that you know show me your news episodes uh podcast episodes yeah. audio podcast episodes because it 's a changing landscape in media today yeah. audio podcasts, uh, I think a very good idea that i 'm very proud of to kind of get going in two thousand and seven yeah today, like YouTube is the way. Mm-hmm. It's YouTube all is the it's, way. it's all about video, and while it is nice to have audio podcasts, uh, need to diversify. Yeah. I think so. Podcasts monthly as a as a big recap of yep. news, a supplement
2: to everything else, that supplementing
0: we're with the soapboxes that we are now doing at youtubecom slash news and other content that we may make on that YouTube channel. So do give our YouTube channel a subscription if you have not already. We're on Twitter at Show Me Your news. Uh. We still have to decide what this means for other uh, network shows that we're involved with, with plans for the network and you know scope ideas that we have for it. It's seeming like, and just to put a big old bow on it, it's seeming like 2016 has yeah. a lot of potential for all of these things that we want to do, for yeah. that scope that we were more aiming for. Internet, plans, movement... All, all sorts of things, yeah. but 2015 is a very bizarre, strange year for at least our part yeah. of the Show Me Your News yeah. Network, and it's really putting a, a restriction, yeah, on what uh, on we're our able ability to, do. to
2: con- do content like we did in 2014.
1: Yeah, yeah, it feels like because of all the extra things that we've got to take on it just feels like there's some added kind of like not not quite like a strain because then it feels like we're not enjoying what we do we do enjoy what we do it's Absolutely. just a case that we feel like we're letting you guys down because we can't deliver it as much as we normally would
0: so, so we're really trying to be upfront and honest with you about you know what's going on with all of us and we really hope that you understand that and you guys have always stuck with us and we don't have any doubt with that and you know, you guys are our family to us, yeah. and that really means the world. Uh, but yeah, th- th- times are are tough.
2: Yeah, there's no going to be there's not going to be any gray area with the content that's still going to come out. For sure, a lot of shows are going to continue as they were, and mm-hmm. we've got other shows on the horizon. You know, that might be coming out, coming to light, yeah, or uh, or something like that. So you know, just keep an eye out. 2015 is going to be a transitional year for a lot of us.
0: Yeah. A transition is a, is a good way to put it. Mm. It takes a lot of work, but it's, it's ultimately going to be worth it, and we just hope that you guys all can stick with us and understand as we go through this time in our lives. Mm. Oh, And on that bombshell, it's time to wrap up this episode for the beginning of February here of Show Me Your News.
2: 176.
0: Yeah. Miles, thank you for for making it out here. Um, oh yeah, I know that well, you might have to come back here next week. So we yeah. might have to get you to record some New some soap more boxes. future soapboxes to to spread out mm-hmm. over the course of time. But yeah, mm-hmm. so as wrap up, I mean, we already have a few soapboxes out on our Show Me your News channel. Uh, we have you plan for an Apex one, just kind of right. wrap things up. We'll have Rachel doing a one about custom amiibos. We'll have your impressions on. New 3DS XL before that system launches. Yep. And I'm going to, I think, be recording one soon about uh, one of the games I've been playing. Because hmm. there's also that potential, too, for uh, What Are You Playing, to have a soapbox about oh, yeah.
1: that. Yeah, like reviews of games and such.
0: Yeah, just yeah. Some kind of discussion about them. Yeah. So, with that, I am Peter. I'm Miles. And I'm Rachel. We're out. Thank you for listening. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd, over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forums.
1: News. Sorry, I probably explained to Miles because Miles is probably staring going what the fuck is a cream tea? You
0: probably think it's tea with cream in it, like I did.
2: No, I thought no. it was about alcohol.
1: Ah, mm. huh. That well, actually it sounds pretty fun, but no, it's a scone, if you know what a scone is. Mm-hmm. Okay, scone with clotted cream and I guess you would call them preserves or jelly. Okay. We call jam.
0: Because <coughs> their tea is our lunch. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's so we'll like that. people go out for a spot of tea. I said <laughs> their tea is our lunch. Tea is dinner. Oh, dinner. And
1: dinner is lunch.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: it's weird. <laughs> now we have afternoon tea, which is cakes. Mm. We have breakfast and elevenses. Elevenses. Is...
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what is tea?
1: Second breakfast, tea is um, dinner. Dinner,
0: no, tea, tea. Like. Oh, tea, tea. Pink American drinkable tea. tea. Yes.
1: Oh, drinkable tea. Oh, grey or herbal, or as I had today, cinnamon tea.
0: So well, those, those are kinds of, of teas, yeah. though, right? Yes. So it's still tea. Yes, still tea.
1: Mm-hmm. I cinnamon tea is very tasty. I, I think you'd
0: like it. You. Throw the adjective in front of it to differentiate it from dinner? Just,
1: what do you want for tea? Uh, Like, all this.
0: That's gonna be confusing for me, I'm just gonna tell you in advance. Nah, my mom will.
1: It's a little bit different down south, you should be fine. Mom will say dinner for dinner and lunch for lunch. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So. Plus, with the added bonus of her wanting to go to the places I wanted to take you anyway, there's more likely a chance that she will be paying for food. (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh, nice. that be nice. Especially when you want to buy all those, like, little trinkets and stuff.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, he just wants to buy a fuck ton of Cadbury's chocolate.
0: <laughs> Cause they're, not imp- they're not exporting them to the States anymore. Mm. Cadbury. Like, Hershey's being a dick.
1: Well, Cadbury's are better anyway. Cadbury's over there tastes weird.
0: Still. Probably true
1: proper over here, proper chocolate. Well
2: you better save one for me. I want to throw one of these British Cadburys. Yeah. What would be English?
1: We'll have to we'll have to get him a, an Oreo bar or something.
0: Those are good. A what? The, the cookies and cream. Cadbury. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Chocolate with like the like gentle cookie and cream filling hmm. in the middle. Yeah.
1: It's so addictive.